0: To the Pickup WNBA podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Niker.
1: And I'm your other host, Freddie Rivas. How's it going?
0: I'm doing great. This is episode 28?
1: 28. 28. 28. believe
0: yeah we're we're riding high here with the WNBA playoffs uh just a reminder if you haven't yet you can follow us our podcast on social media at the pickup WNBA pod on pretty much every social media (laughs) network I believe uh so please follow us if you haven't yet uh we're a little late this week on our weekly pods Freddie and I have been living the good life, booked and blessed, you know, working hard, but happy to be working uh, in various uh, industry things, if you will, various sure. industry, you know, I don't even know what to call it anymore. Just running around, trying not to burn out here, but we've made it. We're recording this on a Saturday. You got the first two games of each playoff series in the books. Uh, Freddie, how you doing?
1: i'm pretty good i'm still thinking about the term industry tings
0: and, i might edit that fully oh I'm, don't. I'm filled with regret already
1: i love it <laughs> I, I, it's the best thing i've ever heard <laughs> um because
0: they're both doing different things it's not like you know
1: no i mean different but the same
0: different but the same i guess you're doing a lot more performance I'm doing
1: a lot more writing. Hey, that's, you know, that's, that's our relationship. We're bringing it both to the table. Um, (laughs) No, I'm, I'm, I'm good though. You know, I'm uh, busy, but uh, loving these playoffs and loving these series and not sure where either is going to go particularly, which is really fun. You know, I felt like in the first series or first round rather, you know, we sort of had pretty good ideas of where things were going to go. I'm pretty sure we called all the series. Yeah, we did. Well,
0: we, we predict in the first round. So yeah, if we recap the first round, we did predict that maybe there could have been a mystics upset that did not happen.
1: Yeah. But I think uh, like, but there were
0: no, but there were no upsets.
1: There were no upsets. And I think we were pretty on the money as far as like, you know, the heavyweights were going to handle their business and that definitely seemed to happen. Um, And yeah, I mean, these series, I think, At this point, like if you, I think you could make a case for all four teams uh, becoming the champions.
0: Yeah, this has been a very competitive second round so far. Both series split at a game each. Um, I feel like, um, I don't know. Do you feel surprised by anybody?
1: Um, Surprise isn't the right word. But I do sort of feel like I thought, um, I guess I thought the Aces were going to kind of like overwhelm the Storm, right? Um, and you know, yeah, both series are knotted at one-one, but the Storms are—they really are really playing good basketball, and they're really well-rounded. And we were talking last pod about them being the feel-good story, but, you know, sort of wanting the other teams to show out uh, against them. But Seattle's, like, not just a feel-good story. They really look like they are playing as good as basketball as any other team, you you know, if not the best basketball in the playoffs. Like, they really are playing quite strong, I feel.
0: Yeah, this is kind of my observation of the storm. I think they are, in a way, the opposite of a storm in that they're very steady and even keel, <laughs> um, which is a good thing. Um, I also feel that um, I-, I think their reliance on Sue Bird is definitely going to be a problem next year. And I think this might be it mm-hmm. for them this year. I don't think, as great as this team is, I would not be surprised if this team kind of blows it up because there, I I don't know. I'm not a good enough stats person yet to know how to look this up. And maybe it's so easy and so simple and you know, or it's actually as complicated as I think it is. I think, um, you know, when you think about plus minuses, when Sue Mm -hmm. bird is off the court, I do find that their offense struggles. And it's almost like they can't afford to have her not on the court leading their offense throughout the game. Mm -hmm. There was a point in game two in the fourth quarter where Sue Bird was resting and that's when Vegas kind of went on their run and were able to kind of secure their lead. And I remember thinking like they let her rest for too long because when she is running that offense, they really do look unstoppable.
1: Yeah, she's a, an incredible facilitator. And I think like, you know, having that knowledge on the court, telling people where they're supposed to be, when they're supposed to be there. Um, and, you know, yeah, I mean, like, I think you're sort of talking about like on off court stats, which, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure I could hunt down, the, you know, not right now, but um, also to your point, you know, the the games are 40 minutes long, right? Mm-hmm. So game one bird played uh, almost 37 minutes storm wins Game two, Bird played almost 33 minutes storm lose.
0: So yeah, so, but also, like, straight up, what are, what are we resting her for? She's retiring. She's reti- This yeah. is it. Listen. Like, I get you need, like, a bit of a breather throughout the game, but I'm only resting her in be- at, like, in between quarters, the smallest amount. I'm not resting her. This is it.
1: Yeah, she's probably tired. And, like, listen, Sue, we know you're going out but we just saw Serena go out. So like, leave it all out. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not trying to call out super. She is leaving it all out there. She is 40. <laughs> She's killing it. But yeah, I, I agree. I think, you know, that's one of my favorite things when it gets to the playoffs and superstars and sort of, like thinking about the marathon of the season, like, how do you massage rest and how do you kind of calculate it? Like, okay, you get the halftime rest, you get the the timeouts, you get like, yeah. you know, these are all these micro moments where superstars kind of have to take like every little ounce of rest they possibly can. And yeah, you just wonder what she's able to do. You know, if, if the, uh, the backup PG can sort of buy her a couple minutes, it's uh, it's, yeah. to me, it's one of the most fascinating things uh, about basketball. Is sort of how you find rest for the stars and yeah is it is it a deep bench you know what like i'm just again looking at the storm here uh in the game that they lost and one two three four five um, six seven eight nine players played right so it's a pretty shallow rotation there and you're gonna need whoever's covering for bird to like really bring it if yeah you know because
0: she was resting i think past the eight minute mark of the fourth quarter. And in my mind, I'm like, that's too long.
1: Right. But also you you, you don't want her to be gassed in the last two minutes.
0: No, but, but, you know, maybe it's just managed differently. I don't know. I I was just like, I just feel I, I, again, I don't know how to find a stat for this, but I feel a real shift with that team when she's on the court versus when she isn't
1: in a way that's like not good. No, totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and, and I'm sure that, you know, I'm sure the stat would prove you right because I feel like from an eye test perspective, it's just, it's like the manager is out there. The person who knows the other team sets the most is out there in bird. The person who knows their team sets, how to counter when to, you know, you know, pass to a hot player, When to run a pick and roll? When to shoot a three? Just like, I think that's what's so fun about really experienced veteran guards is that there's so much more than the you know the the counting stats they put out. It's it's the you know what is Sue saying to you know Jewel Lloyd, Tina Charles, Stewart, um, you know Stephanie Talbot? Like what? Like how is she coaching them? Epiphany Prince. Uh, Brienne mm-hmm. January like you know they're all I mean like, you know veterans and like you know talented players in their own right but yeah none more than her obviously right
0: yeah I mean I will say on the flip side and I don't know if Freddie you'll agree with me or not with the aces I you know I've talked a lot on this podcast just about their swagger all season long mm-hmm. and I feel like in this series you see them panic is too strong of a word but you see them like struggle a bit. Like you see them feel, you see them feel the pressure more uh, than I've seen throughout the season. Like I think where the Storm are actually very steady and very calm, even when they lose the lead, I feel like their demeanor doesn't change. In a way I do see the Aces demeanor change. I think Kelsey Plum has like a real New York swagger to her um, that doesn't truly waver. And obviously Chelsea Gray has been amazing. And mm-hmm. they, they that team's been amazing. Asia Wilson's been amazing. They've all been amazing. But you can just, you have this sense that they're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, right? Like, you know, where the storm, when they lose the lead, you don't feel that from them as much. Am I crazy?
1: No, not at all. And, and, and I actually think that sort of ties into this whole like minutes conversation we're having. And I'm just looking at their win here. And uh, the Aces played... What is it? They have played seven players. And uh, <laughs> forgive me if I'm pronouncing this incorrectly, but uh, uh, Liana, is it Liana? Yeah, I, I think it's a, Liana Rupert was, uh, you know, she played under four minutes. So basically they had six players play the entire game. So I think in the their aces, win in their win. wow! So I think the aces are kind of leaning on their youth and really the only people scoring like Jackie Young had six points, but it's uh it's Wilson plum and gray. That's yeah. who's scoring every single bucket. Uh, Kia Stokes has zero points. Um, and uh yeah, uh, Racuna, I think it's it's either Racuna or, or i will I'll correct that later. Williams um scored two points. So they're leaning on their stars hard. Thats and, huge. Yeah, like I think uh it's interesting to me that, yeah, like, I don't know if she's injured, but Dierica Hamby. De'arca uh, Hamby the, is injured. Oh, she is. Okay. Right. Because, yeah, she didn't play. So I'm like, what happened there? Um, But yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think to your point, they're sort of, I think they're up for the moment. They've been there, but they haven't got over the hump. Mm-hmm. So at the same time, yeah, they don't have that internal confidence. Like we've done this before. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we'll, we'll get to the other series, but I think you're seeing some of that with the sky, right? Yes, you see some of this sort of like we're vets, we've done this, and then yeah, it's a it's it's a good it's a good matchup on both ends, and some like major stars are bringing it. And I mean, I I'll, I'll just shout out like uh we we're talking about Storm a bunch, but Chelsea Gray is like wildly fun to watch. She was both yes. of us, like she's just so clutch. It's amazing. And obviously, you know Plum is killing it, and and uh, Asia Wilson, you know, I would say is pretty clearly their best player but Mm -hmm. um chelsea gray is like it's just like when you need a bucket she's there and again you know repeating myself from last week but it's it's there's this sort of eye test thing where it's kind of like when she scores a bucket it feels like it's more than what it actually is it's like a backbreaker
0: yeah i completely agree i mean there's a reason that we both named her you know our player of the week last week and this week has truly been no different i mean we'll get to that segment later but i mean she's really been showing up and showing out as they say um yeah let's talk a bit about this uh the sun in the sky the sun and the sky, the yeah. and the sky it's I know. very we dramatic it's very existentially dramatic just and the say. refs the moon what the? <laughs> the universe why are we here anyway <laughs> The sun versus the sky. Um, you really you don't have a sky without the sun. But regardless, um
1: <laughs> I love it. Lean in, lean in.
0: Is that is that even real? I don't know science, but um, yeah. yeah the, I completely agree with your observation about on um, the Chicago sky. Just they have this veteran presence of we've been here, we've done this, mm-hmm. and and Candace Parker really showed that in game two. I mean. I think she had 22 points in game two, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah,
1: where, where are we at? So she had, which is um, high for her. Yeah. Yeah. She was 22, four and four, um, three blocks. My God.
0: Yeah. You um, know, just dominating everywhere. And I think, um, yeah, I, you know, how do you feel about the Sun, Freddie? Cause this was, this was your, another alt team that you've picked. I mean, John Caldwell Jones is killing it. Yeah. You
1: know, it's funny. I I do think that they were running into this like veteran thing. And it's interesting to see who's playing minutes here for this guy. Like they have, they're playing so many more people. Um, like this series is way more. Both teams are using their depth quite a bit more, but uh, yeah, I think that the sun are the more talented team. And I do feel like they they're that surprise of, having this amazing regular season. Like I'm kind of sort of sticking to my guns here about how they handled last year where there were like this amazing, you know, regular season record team. And then they kind of got, you know, punched in the mouth and were sort of just stunned by the, I feel like activity in the playoffs. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, the sky eliminated the sun last year, I think. Right. Um, you know, I can correct myself, uh, later on if i'm wrong but i think they did and um i don't know i think the sun are the better team but i i think it's similar to the aces like can they get over the hump do they believe in themselves yeah got you're star right. power though you know because
0: i believe the the phoenix mercury eliminated the aces last year
1: that's right yeah 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 similar themes too with you know with the obviously the mercury you know different season this year for them but the mercury really were you know this veteran team that was like we're ready for this moment are you you know
0: mm-hmm. um, well do you think that um their veteran presence the sky is gonna potentially be enough to win the series
1: i think it's gonna be tight and i think that candace parker is the most you know i i would say like I'm interested to see if she can continue to like elevate her play and like take over in the way she has, because, you know, John Jones is an absolute like star in this league. And, you know, this is something I don't, I don't know if we've talked about it recently, but we were both really interested in the Courtney Williams story, like getting Mm -hmm. dropped from the dream last year. And Courtney Williams has, you know, is a player in this series, right? She's, she's, she's playing minutes she's joined this kind of juggernaut and I think she's contributing at a high level. So uh, I don't know. I think the sun have a lot of fights and I think it's going to come down to the wire and I am feeling like the sun are going to pull it out, but uh, yeah, it's a really, really tight series.
0: Yeah. I, I agree. Like I, um yeah. I mean, Courtney Williams, you know, she obviously had a lot of like off court, drama a year ago um but now is in a better situation um you know you're she is making an impact but i will say like um jonquil jones really dominates this team i mean you also have um is it Natisha heideman who's mm-hmm. also like a big contributor but i feel like when i watch the sun I'm really watching John Paul Jones. Where yeah. like when I'm watching the sky, it's not like I'm just watching uh um sorry, why am I blanking on her Parker? name? No, um I was gonna say um Kalia Copper. Um, right. it's right. not like I'm just watching Kalia Copper, I'm just watching Candace, or I'm just watching, you know, Courtney VanderSloot or something. Like that, like that team feels like there's like a lot of big names on this team.
1: Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it well, was the, a very the, fumbly
0: the, sentence. I'm sorry everyone.
1: No, I I hear you cuz well the the sky are sort of like there's less pressure on one particular player like you know, I'm just looking at their in their loss and in their win, they're really well-rounded. Like uh they had, you know, they're just getting contributions from everybody and I think Candace obviously is the you know, I I think I guess like superstar but like, yeah, check this out. In in their in their win, uh, the sky uh had 12 points from Copper, 14 points from Misaman, 22 points from Parker, 13 points from Quigley, and 10 points from Vandersloot. That is like absolutely well balanced basketball.
0: Yeah, you're talking about five players sco- scoring 10 points or more. Yeah.
1: And then, you know, even contributions from their bench too, Azrae Stevens and you know, Re- uh Rebecca Gardner, like that's you know, six points uh each off the bench is like that's significant right so
0: yeah i mean i know you love the sun and i know i've been uh not that i don't love summer but i know like like <laughs> i've been i've been kind of shitty i've been swearing a lot on this pod hey, maybe I'll mark out. i'll maybe I'll mark it explicit this week um yeah. I, you know, I, I haven't been as big of a believer in the sun and maybe I'll be proven wrong over the course of the next week, but I feel really good about the sky. I feel like they, they're just, their well-roundedness is really what you need for the playoffs. It's like, that is the kind of well-roundedness we're talking about that the sky have. That's the kind of team that goes far in a playoffs Right. Because mm-hmm. you're not relying on one player to bring it every single night. Like if Candace Parker has a cold scoring night, the sky can still win. Yeah. Where like if John Cole Jones has a low sh- scoring night, the sun are done. And, and I think, like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like I still believe in the sky to take this series.
1: I mean, yeah, I think they're definitely a threat to repeat, right? And although Interestingly enough, um, not to just counter you here, but John no, cole please. Jones, the in the game that they won scored 12 points. So maybe they maybe they the sun do need to have this more well-rounded thing. Like, you know, looking at like uh the leading score for that game was actually Dwana Bonner. So, you know, like I'm, I'm countering you with the stat. Oh but no, but yeah, yeah no,
0: but you're you're right. Like when you look at their their um their game one stats you have you have four players score over 10 points yeah so So my overall point is accurate that you need that well-balanced effort but you're right to call me out and that the sun are more capable of that well-rounded effort that i'm giving them credit for right now
1: well and i think also that's what they need to win you know um well
0: maybe that is not to call myself a sports journalist or anything but maybe that's the key to the series because in that loss for the sky they only had three players score 10 points or more Mm -hmm. so look at us discovering shit
1: we're discovering we're just gonna
0: keep swearing now hey i usually don't i don't normally swear on this podcast so i'm sorry if anybody has their kids normally listen to this and if they do please tell me and then i'll make a, a more concerted effort but um yeah
1: if your kids oh, are more concerted
0: effort to swear even more
1: that's right if your kids are listening we're gonna swear a shit ton more
0: and
1: <laughs> we're also uh you know we're also journalists now so take that
0: oh my god anyway look at us figuring out the key to that series just on our own just we in real it. time here on yeah. the podcast um oh my goodness okay what's our what's our next topic I should have had that up here boop, boop,
1: boop. well I'll just jump in here for a sec and, and say that uh you know we talked about this a little bit before the podcast but just to let people know who know that we've been cov- covering the Brittany Grinder situation this whole time there there is no you know substantial news and of course when there is we will talk about it and cover it so that's just uh you know I think we're you know free Brittany Grinder. that's where we're at this week And we'll, we'll hit you with new stuff when there is new stuff, but you know, we're not, we're not dropping that by any means.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Freddie, for bringing that up. Yeah. There has been no news or no um, significant movement in that, uh, over this last week. Unfortunately, um, Dennis Rodman's done nothing.
1: Yeah. He, he, he backpedaled is what I saw. And I was like, you know what? Oh, That's did not, he? Did he yeah. fully backpedal? He did, which is probably good. And I was like, you know what? This is not if we're if if we're talking about Dennis Rodman for two weeks in a row, I think we can we can not, you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder which um government agent showed up to his house.
1: Yeah, I'm sure It'd be uh,
0: like, actually, yeah. you're not gonna do this. Yeah. Um, cool. So we also had some awards this week. Uh, the official uh, regular season WNBA awards: uh, Defensive Player of the Year went to Asia Wilson of the Aces. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rookie of the Year went to Ryan Howard of the Atlanta Dream. Uh, yeah. Most Improved Player: Jackie Young, Las Vegas Aces. Uh, Sixth Player Sixth Player of the Year: uh, Brianna Jones of the Connecticut Sun. Uh, Coach of the Year: Becky Hammond uh, Las Vegas Aces. And Executive of the Year. James Wade, Chicago Sky, and a sportsmanship award went to Sylvia Fowles of the Minnesota Lynx. Um, Did any of these uh, stand out to you as surprises um, for you, Freddie?
1: Uh, I wouldn't say like, you know, it seemed like everyone, you know, is sort of like no major surprises. I will say that um, Asia Wilson Winning defensive player of the year sort of cues me that um, she won't win MVP because MVP,
0: we don't so have the MVP yet.
1: We don't have the MVP. I'm sure they're saving that. So I think, uh, you know, there's a couple candidates, but I, I feel like. I am you know, I know it happens uh, and I'm pretty sure it's happened in WNBA history, but uh, I don't expect her to win defensive player of the year and MVP so mm-hmm. that sort of tells me that's what's going on there um you know I can't say I'm surprised by Becky Hammond winning coach of the year she did a fantastic job um maybe a bit surprised that uh you know she comes and um Liz uh heads to the sparks and they they absolutely thrive still yeah uh and you know I think uh I mean this is a bit new territory for me, but I really think that uh, James Wade uh, with the Chicago sky, that's a well-deserved award. And it's been really nice to watch Emma Mieseman, former MVP, come back, be a contributor. And also, you know, like per that conversation, we were just having like bring a veteran presence to the Sky, Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think all these awards are very well deserved. I think they were also very, predictable but also that's kind of like i feel that's very indicative of the wnba you know what i mean where you don't get this like um i mean you get some discourse with the fans of course discourse of course mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> but it's not this like like people might be like asia wilson or bionna stewart for mvp but you're not getting this like i don't know like vitriol that i think you get in like again i'm sorry to compare to the nba but like the nba like these awards are very like contentious and people are constantly bickering about it in mainstream media we're here it's just like yeah let's just take a moment to celebrate people who did really well and then we do that with the tiniest trophy we can find
1: totally um i just have to correct myself because i saw something that that piqued my interest here oh please uh and i think for for both of our sakes uh because i, I got a big egg on my face but I'll, I'll take it uh we're recording on september 9th and i just saw we're the recording rest of on
0: september 3rd
1: oh okay you know what then i almost double embarrass myself so i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and back away
0: what did you think just happened?
1: I thought we were I, I for some reason thought I saw the 9. You thought we were a
0: week into the future?
1: Yes, because I saw the 9. Uh this is why this is why I'm working too much. I saw the 9 in September 09 and I was like, "Oh, it's September 9th." And then I saw that the rest of these years awards will be handed out over the next 2 weeks, September 7th, uh MVP. So I was like, "Oh my god, they've named it MVP." And then I looked up and I saw what I thought was um, Asia Wilson, but it's actually just someone It's CBS sports picking who they think is going to win. So they think Asia Wilson is going to win both. But I thought that I said, uh, you know, she, she hadn't yet. Basically I thought that I said she won the defensive player of the year, but we don't know yet about the MVP and folks would be listening to this podcast being like, wow. are, you, are you an idiot? She did win. So, but I guess, you know, CBS sports thinks she'll win both quite the journey right (laughs) welcome to adhd
0: folks
1: i mean i've looked looked
0: at a date i've glanced at a date and gotten the month and the date mixed up you know i think we've all done that but it was just funny the journey that we went on
1: (laughs) yeah it was a journey Um,
0: I love how you were like so we're recording this on September 9th and I'm like I'm gonna stop you right there
1: I really am happy you did because I would have went on to embarrass I'm gonna say it the shit out of myself (laughs) we're doing good here you know (laughs) although hey for people listening September 7th which it is not yet that's when the MVP gets named and September 15th is when the all NBA all WNBA first and second teams get named
0: oh my god all right that was amazing Thank yeah. you.
1: I call that a gift from the gods
0: yes it was truly um okay now we're going to move on to our badass player of the week we got it.
1: Uh okay so I I thought there was one that was very clear um so I have a backup but hey you know if we if we sort of have the same person again then so be it um but mine is uh Brianna Stewart she uh, is averaging you know 28 points in the playoffs um but I do think like I thought it was like Brianna Stewart for sure unquestionably and I do have one other person if yours is Brianna Stewart, that I feel like just a shout out is good, but yeah, you know, do it. Tw- shout, shout them out. I will. It's Candace Parker. Uh, and to me, the eye popping stat is she's averaging four and a half blocks, which is that, okay. Af- That's huge. It's ludicrous. So, and it's not just blocks obviously. Right. So 20, uh, 20 and a half points, um, 10 and a half rebounds or sorry, uh, 11 rebounds, four and a half assists. 2.5 steals and 4.5 blocks. Like that is absolutely bonkers. So yeah, but yeah Bri- Brianna Stewart, it's like, it's not even just the points either, right? She's got six and a half rebounds, two and a half assists, three blocks, you know, half a steal. So um, yeah, yeah,
0: mine was also Brianna Stewart. Um, but I'm really glad you uh, shouted out um, Candace Parker there. That's absolutely wild.
1: Yeah. So badass player of the week, Brianna Stewart. Stewie, get him.
0: Love it. Uh, and now it's time for Freddie's fun question. Take it away.
1: Okay, here we go. Um, this is uh, yes, I think it's a fun one. Uh so what's the worst, in your opinion, team name in the league? Uh, and uh let's create a better name for them. <laughs> What's the dumbest name?
0: <laughs> I don't know why that's making me laugh so I much know, right it's now. It's just like, who has a bad name? We're gonna fucking change it. Anyway. Yeah, right. Okay, Freddie. I I um <laughs> I'm still thinking of an answer, so please go first.
1: Um I am sort of torn between a couple thing, a couple things, um, and this my name's actually dumber than the name they have okay. but I, I think it's funnier
0: <laughs> that's what we should do let's pick a teenage. let's give them a worse name
1: yeah that's what i'm instead doing of a better name
0: because i think we would be better at that
1: um so i chose the indiana fever <laughs> yeah. and i think uh you know not just because of covid but in general Like, I get it. It's a fever. It's a frenzy. Like you're taking over but like, it's sort of like, wait, do you have the fever? You know what I mean? Like it's like, it seems, I I like, I like names that don't end in S just because so many sports names end in S. So I think it's always kind of cool when one doesn't, but fever to me, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you're projecting. For the record, I've also
0: picked the fever.
1: Okay. Also
0: because of COVID.
1: Right. (laughs) Because it's like, you know, the context is No one wants
0: to right have here. a fever.
1: Nobody wants, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's just not really a positive thing these days. Um,
0: so what's your new name?
1: The Indiana Farmers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> only Sophie Cunningham's on that team?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's only people <laughs> who can farm. But listen, <laughs> be proud of farming. And it's just a slight change from fever indiana's got farms i don't know what type of farms i'm gonna look it up right now um but listen or, or, or just indiana farmer you don't even need to pluralize it it's just it's like we're the farmer respect where your food comes from and we work hard <laughs> farmer strength you know they have a funny logo a barn you know what i mean like it'd be good barn burner
0: um,
1: it's a barn burner at the farm you know what i mean Stuff wow like that
0: wow I don't hate it really bad I I actually don't hate it
1: right did I sell it
0: you you started to sell it on me when you were like respect where our food comes from um
1: (laughs) corn and soybeans is what they do literally
0: it's corn and soybeans um Yeah. yeah I thought what if we like merge the Indiana and Atlanta and then they're the fever dream
1: okay that's pretty good although that's also it's also not a thing that you no one wants that no one wants wants. no one wants (laughs) a fever dream
0: no one wants that i mean uh we could rename the indiana fever well this is controversial i was thinking you could rename them after the jacksons because they're from gary indiana but that's controversial because people have varying opinions about michael jackson Um, and i'm just a huge janet fan I, I also
1: love that that's all. every time indiana comes up you're like okay that's what i think of how first. do i integrate integrate janet
0: yeah i mean but uh, that's actually like whenever indiana comes up i do think of the jacksons first um before i think of anything else um there's not much going on in indiana that's the thing it's it's not there's not much happening
1: yeah um I mean, I there's I just,
0: farming. There's um, what else happens in if Indiana? you're in Indiana and you're um, listening to this, tell us what you do.
1: And you're also pissed.
0: <laughs> Where do you and go? Where do you go? Where do you have fun? Okay. What's fun in Indiana?
1: Just to be not horrible to people from Indiana, <laughs> uh, I'm going to give them a little bit. the The state flower is a peony. State bird. Okay, we is- can't
0: be the Indiana peonies. <laughs> In <laughs> a WNBA team <laughs> called the Indiana Peonies.
1: Yeah, now I'm just uh, I'm tripling down. Um, their state bird is the cardinal, right?
0: Okay, the Indiana so Cardinals. That's
1: something. Um,
0: is there a team of Cardinals in baseball?
1: In baseball, and I think in football as well.
0: Okay.
1: Um. Yeah, you know <laughs>
0: the Indiana Peonies.
1: The state colors are blue and gold. It's kind of cool. Yeah,
0: those, those um, are good colors. But, uh... I mean, yeah. what if they were just the Indiana gold?
1: That's actually a great name.
0: Yeah, the Indiana gold is way better.
1: And then it could be, like, gold, but it's like a picture of, like, cornfields. And yeah, like, and,
0: like, you could have gold, like, on the uniforms. That's... We, we did it we solved it we did
1: it. We solved Indiana's problems.
0: <laughs> we got the you Indiana peonies
1: <laughs> okay, popcorn I can't, I ma- can't even mainly comes you, from Indiana I can't
0: even believe you said that's their their state flower with a straight face yeah in in relation to this conversation
1: yeah I uh I really just walked right into that one.
0: popcorn well popcorn's you know it's got like you know you can play with the colors the yellow there right um (laughs) indiana popcorn um all right i i think gold is where we're gonna where we're gonna have to settle this indiana uh thank you all for listening we hope you have a great uh labor day weekend um we're gonna be back on wednesday i think are we trying to stick to our regular schedule freddie yeah
1: yeah so we're gonna we're gonna look to record wednesday the 7th and release on wednesday or thursday the thursday
0: 8th. yeah so the, hopefully our next episode is thursday and life doesn't get and we'll actually have happening.
1: uh the mvp award
0: <laughs> oh yeah we'll have our mvp and we'll have at least game three in the books mm-hmm. um if game wait, if all the game fours are happening on Wednesday, should we record Thursday? Just so we can actually watch them?
1: Yeah, that's that's an idea. We can talk about that. Um and yeah, I mean we'll 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 see. Cause I feel like uh it might be fun to guess them too, you know?
0: Yeah, but then we'll already be wrong by the time the episode's out. That's true. That's the problem with that.
1: Folks listening, if you have a strong opinion let us know.
0: Yeah, actually do let us know because, um, you know, with podcasting, you're supposed to be like very consistent about your release dates and we really do our best to, uh, Mm -hmm. to do that but sometimes like especially when it comes to the playoffs um i find this with uh, my nba pod too it's harder to keep consistent with the dates because sometimes like something really significant is happening that day and it immediately makes what you're saying irrelevant by the time you've released it so we're trying to keep up with the playoff schedule so let us know if uh if it affects you to have like a thursday release versus like a friday release and uh we will go from there um awesome. thanks so much for listening everybody uh, remember you can follow us at pickup wmba pod um and as well as freddie and i individually but we're really trying to promote the at pickup wmba pod uh social media networks right now uh shout out to our friend dan gallia has been doing a great job releasing uh video content of this podcast there where you can see that as well some days i look better than others i'm sorry I'm just, it's just what it is uh i'm very self-conscious about it because i'm not used to being on camera but you know it is what you know That's
1: what it is. Let Catherine know she's beautiful, okay? Come on.
0: Stop, stop, stop. Uh thank you again. (laughs) And we'll catch you next time. All right. See ya.